Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I had such a nice break. Spending time as a family, our girls, they were home. One was home from college. The other one was off of school. We just enjoyed some really nice time together. Some rest. We played some games. Oh, also, I have to report... I actually took my own advice from episode 43, how to laugh more and plan for fun. And we planned a night with friends. We had a gingerbread house decorating competition party. Yep. We invited four other couples over. So there were 10 of us and we played some fun games. We laughed and then we had the competition. I got the pre-made gingerbread houses from Target. And then I set up this candy bar for all the decorations. That was so much fun. I even did a video on it or a reel on Instagram. But anyway, so I told everyone that they could bring a secret weapon with them to make their house super special. There were prizes. And then we had this 30-minute anonymous voting time where everyone was allowed to text their family and friends to vote for the best house. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I highly, highly recommend doing it or at least getting together with friends and just playing some fun games. It is so good. Just laughing. Laughing is good for our souls, right? (laughs) Okay, so let's get back on track, Holly. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to dive into today's episode, and we're going to reflect and get some good planning in for the new year. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Can you believe it's 2023 already? I can't. It's just crazy to me. But I really do love a fresh new year, a fresh start, all of that. Do you? It's such a good feeling. It's it's like when you open a new planner, you think about all the new things you're going to do, the new opportunities, just all of that juicy stuff. A good practice to do as part of your new year planning, and maybe you already do this, is to reflect on the previous year. And this is such a powerful exercise because it allows you to see so much, to see what went well, all of your accomplishments, what you learned, what you didn't like, things that didn't go well, things you'd like to improve, so many kinds of things. You know, sometimes if you don't really dive into it, you could forget them. And also, this is an opportunity to add some things that you definitely want to remember from the year because, oh my gosh, as you heard me say so often, time goes so quickly And our memory is sometimes not so good. At least mine isn't for sure. (laughs) In fact, this reminds me, I'll share a story. Back when our first daughter was one, when she turned one year old, I told my husband, you know what? You need to write her a letter for her birthday. So one day when she's older, she could read it and ah, that would be so special. And then when she turned two, (laughs) I said, oh, you know, I really think you should write her a letter now that she's two. And I think this has to be a tradition. (laughs) And he said, wait, 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 you want me to do this every single year? How did I get roped into this, so to speak? 
he, he likes it now, but he really does. He does this every year for each of our girls. And it's so amazing. We talk about things. He asks me, you know, help me think of like highlights from this past year about whoever he's writing for. And it's really fun. It forces us to both think back on the year and just to remember the highlights and capture them in his letter. It's a great exercise for anyone, really. I I know I love reading his letters each year. He's such a good writer. And I know the girls love them, but boy, will they definitely cherish them, especially when they're older. Okay, so getting back to reflections, I've actually created a free download for you of this list of questions and prompts that I'm about to share. So if you'd like to do this later, you can see them all on the free download. I'll link it in the show notes, or you can find it at hollyroman.com forward slash reflections. So you could use that, or you could take out a piece of paper right now and start your own reflections, or even write in your notes app on your phone if you prefer typing. So here are some questions to ask yourself about the previous year. Number one, how would I summarize my year in one sentence? Number two, what things from this past year was I most grateful for? Number three, what was my mindset like last year? And how could I level up my mindset for this year? Number four, what were my accomplishments? What worked well for me this year? Number five, What were some failures? What could I look back on and learn something valuable from this past year? Number six, what things changed this year that I liked? Or what things changed that I didn't like? Number seven, how did my life change? And what things prompted this change? This could be a good change or a bad change. It's still good to reflect on and process the idea. Number eight, What progress did I make this year or skills did I develop? What lessons, sorry, number nine, what lessons did I learn from this past year? And number 10, is there anything I want to let go of from this past year? This could be a belief or a negative habit or even a person that isn't adding to your life but bringing negative energy. So what do you want to release? Obviously, those are just some ideas. I'm sure you'll come up with your own and really enjoy thinking about the past year. And by the way, I know you're listening to me right now, but if you do this later and you get the free download and you kind of work on it, I would definitely get a cozy drink, (laughs) put a little music on in the background and just make it so fun. And so I know you're listening to me right now, Hope and I, and I appreciate that, but I hope you, you could really carve out some time to really make this fun and effective. Okay, we're going to plan now. We're going to get ready to make this year really successful and one that you're going to be super happy about. And we're going to talk about five areas where we're going to need to focus our thoughts. The first thing is we're going to choose a word or theme of the year. I'm still deciding on mine. I'll I'll share with you um, at the end of the episode what I think it's going to be. But as we think about this year and the theme you want to give it, what kind of things fit into that theme and how can you start thinking and planning for this theme? So for example, if if your theme for the year was health, right? You really want to hone in on your health this year. You're sick of feeling bloated. You have no energy. You want to clean up your eating or start working out, whatever that is. Those are the things that you, they're, they're going to become part of your goals. It all fits into your theme. I really like this, and it just gives you a continuous guiding light throughout the year. The second one is, 
who do you want to be at the end of the year? And I want you to envision this in detail. Who do you want to be? What does your life look like at the end of the year? This is where you're going to take a look at your reflections from the previous year, and then you're going to form the idea of who you want to become at the end of this year. What better version of yourself are you going to become? Do you want to work on your health like we talked about? Or do you want to let go of some negative habits or patterns? Do you want to learn a skill so you could advance in your career? Whatever it is, you're going to look at that person and describe her or him in detail. Write it all down. Be really specific because this is going to give you inspiration throughout the year. And then you can reread it later or periodically and really remember what it is you're wanting to achieve. Let's move on to number three. And now this is where we're going to come up with our main goals. And I think the manageable number is about three, three to four main goals. If you start writing more goals for all the categories, of course, you know, you know the categories, the personal, the career, the relationship, spiritual, financial, there's so many categories. And trust me, I know because I've done this. If you write a goal for each category, you'll get nothing done. <laughs> it's really good to prioritize and pick your top three. You'll be more likely to just stick to them because it's just not overwhelming or it's not as overwhelming. Now it is January, so you've, you've probably already done this, but if not, let's just go with the fact that, you know, you haven't. <laughs> this is the time to not only brainstorm your goals that you want to achieve, but think about them, prioritize them, get them all in that order, and the important part of this, it's so important, is once you decide on your top three goals, you want to write them down, but you want to write why you want to do them. Why do you want to achieve that goal? The emotion is going to drive you when you have absolutely zero motivation. A good example, one that probably relates to more listeners, is the idea of health, as we talked about. If you just set a goal saying you want to, you know, lower your cholesterol this year by a certain amount, it's probably not going to be as effective as opposed to really thinking about why. Why do you want to lower your cholesterol? Did you have a health scare and you landed in the hospital earlier in the year? Or did a family member suffer a heart attack or sadly pass away from the effects of high cholesterol? This is the kind of thing attaching real emotion to your goals, that will become so much more effective and it will become a guiding force in helping you successfully achieve that goal. In fact, this whole concept of emotion and goals can literally be an entire episode. It's that powerful. Moving to number four, not only are we going to then limit our main goals to about three, maybe four, but then we're going to make sure we're writing all of the milestones or goalposts that are going to help us to break down the goals into manageable steps. This is huge. Remember from the last episode, we talked about the two main reasons. This is from episode 44, if you, if you happen to listen, um, the one called Don't Set New Year's Resolutions and Do This Instead, which I hope you listened. But we did talk about the two main reasons why we don't stick to our goals. And one being that the goal is too big or too broad and not broken down enough. I gave that away. So hopefully you heard the episode, but if not, um, make sure you go back and listen to that. It really will be helpful, I, I hope. 
So it's really important to make sure you think about all the steps needed to achieve that goal. And then if you don't know, you're going to do the research and you're going to write down all the steps or things you don't know. And then each one of those things becomes a building block or a step towards the goal. For example, when I thought about starting this podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. No clue. I, you know, what equipment do I need? Where, where do I even record the podcast? How does it work? How do I edit? <laughs> How do I find out where, you know, it gets published? And now I know that it's called the hosting platform, but there's just so many things I didn't even know. And so every single thing became a to-do on my list. And that became a to-do as I researched and I learned like, oh, I need to know which hosting platform I need, you know, all of that. So the more you learn during your research, or maybe you already know what's entailed to achieve that goal, breaking these things down will help you and, and you can assign due dates and then you have milestones to really guide you to achieve that goal. Trust me, when you get one thing checked off your list that you've done, it's so satisfying. I'm a checklist girl. I I really am. (laughs) It is so satisfying to just accomplish the small part of the bigger piece of the puzzle. It's like when you do a puzzle, right? Isn't it satisfying to find that, oh my gosh, I found the fourth corner. (laughs) Oh my word. All right, I'm getting sidetracked. It's so late right now. By the way, you guys, it is almost 10 o'clock and this is crazy. I don't know. I, I, I hope I hope I don't sound too sleepy. I'm trying to just finish this so I can um, edit tomorrow. But, you know, that's life, right? All right. So last one. Number five. Where are you writing these things down? And I'm asking for two reasons. One is because I am a planner junkie for sure. (laughs) And the second reason, which is more important, is you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. I know you've heard that probably hundreds of times. But when you write things down, it helps to give you clarity. It helps you focus. It keeps you on track. All of that good stuff. I do love a good planner. It's the funny thing. I buy planners And then as I use them, I start saying, oh, I wish I had this or I wish it had that. And then I start adding notebooks and then I add a few more pages in there. And then I think, ah, I just should create my own planner. (laughs) So who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll create one one day. But the funny story this year is that I bought my planner a while ago. It was in November, I think. And It was in the box, looking so juicy in the office, just waiting to be opened. I was so excited about it. So the other day I opened it to dive in, start planning and writing all of that. And you know what? I don't like it. Oh my gosh. I first thought that was just a procrastination technique because I really didn't want to do what I was doing. But no, I don't think that was it. I really don't think I liked it. It was um, it was smaller and just thicker, harder to write in and didn't have pages I wanted. Anyway, long story short, I returned it and I got a new one. The things that I think are really good to have are, are some pages for reflection and gratitude. And I really like the undated pages for some reason. I like to add my own dates and I don't know why, but it's it's less restrictive to me. (laughs) Anyway, I do like the weekly, like look ahead kind of summary before the week and then a weekly review. I think that's really good. I do wish the one I had had a habit tracker inside. 
I really like that. But I really, I actually did create something for you, for you listeners to, um, this was a while ago, but it was a progress tracker in success journal. When I did a previous episode, maybe I'll actually use that in addition as my habit tracker. And if you haven't gotten that one, I suggest you do, you know, it's free and I'll leave the link in the show notes along with the reflections journal as well. I think a planner is, you know, whether it's a tangible planner, paper planner, or a digital copy, it is so helpful. Don't you agree? When you write things down, you it just gives you clarity. Like I said, it just, ah, oh, it's so helpful. Have you ever had those days when you wake up and you're just slow or foggy, or maybe that's just me? I don't know. But it is so nice just to be able to open the planner. You you see things you have to do. They're written down, the actions you need to take. Don't forget to do this. Ah, it's so helpful. I highly suggest it. It's like your own personal private assistant. (laughs) I love them. Anyway, let's wrap it up or let's do a quick recap. How about that? The questions for reflection, those are on the free PDF download. So I hope you can grab those and take some time and just enjoy a cozy cup of coffee or tea or whatever you're drinking and just use those questions for reflecting on the past year. You can find that at hollyroman.com forward slash reflections or link in the show notes. And then the five areas we talked about today that we're going to dedicate some time to to really think about in terms of this new year are number one, choose a theme for this upcoming year. And then your goals or actions, or at least one of your goals, will align with the theme. Number two, envision and describe who you want to be at the end of this year. And what kind of life do you want to have at the end of the year? Number three, Come up with three or so main goals. Think about all of the areas of your life. Prioritize the main goals that you want to achieve. Number four, write down all the milestones or goalposts that will help break down these goals into manageable steps. And number five, decide on how you want to write these things down. Your reflections, your theme, your vision, who who you want to be, your goals, all the steps, all of it. Writing them down is key. To wrap it up, I just want you to really have fun with us, even if it felt like it wasn't a great year. Taking time to reflect is going to help you remember a lot of the things that you really should feel good about, proud of, even the smallest of things. As I think about it more, I do think my word for this year is going to be action. It can apply to a few different goals, and so it all makes sense. I'll let you know if that changes, but I really like that word. And remember, it isn't always about that achievement. The achievement of the goal is sometimes not even the thing. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but we've talked about it in a couple of different episodes. It's about the journey. It's about the process and the progress that is so exciting and so fulfilling. You can't forget that part. I read a great quote by Andrew Carnegie, and he said this, if you want to be happy, Set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy, and inspires your hopes. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me, and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.